0: The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.
1: The following audio drama is rated G for general audience.
2: And now, Decoder Ring Theatre presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvellous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious crusader for justice, hides his true identity as one of the city's wealthiest men in his never-ending battle against crime and corruption. Only his trusty driver, Kit Baxter, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, knows who wears the mask of the Red Panda! This episode, Merlin's
3: Tomb! The museum's closed, Dr. Chronopolis. I was about to lock up. Do you need a few minutes? What's that? Oh,
4: forgive me, David. My mind was somewhere else entirely. I suppose that's nothing new... You burning the midnight oil again, Doc? You might say that, young fellow. Some fascinating items of ancient Mesopotamian origin have only just arrived, and I am quite keen to start in on them. You have no objection, I hope, to my staying on after hours? Why well, should the night be any different? The Smitty's down at the front desk if you need him. Good night, Doc. Good night, David. My best to your family. Now, my beauties, we are all alone at last... Ah, where to begin? What was that? David, is that you? Hello? The museum is closed. You're... You're not supposed to be in here. Hello? What the... How did you get in here? This is a restricted area. I must ask you to leave at once. What... What are you doing? Get away, David. Smitty?
3: I don't like this, sir. When I want your opinion, Constable Parker, I'll ask for it. I'm surprised to find you afraid of a man in a mask, Parker. That's not your reputation. Forgive me, Chief O'Malley, but that's not what I meant.
0: What makes you think he'll appear on the roof of police headquarters just because you issued an invitation?
3: Because I know the type. Grandstanding menace can't resist an opportunity to meddle. And if he does? You don't think this looks like a trap? A trap? Why?
5: I'm out here with one officer. You think that'll worry him? It isn't Constable Parker that worries me, O'Malley. The Red Panda! You've got a real flair for the obvious, you know that? I wasn't sure you'd come. Grandstanding menace like me, how could I resist? All
3: right, all right. Old
5: habits die hard. So do I. What do you mean? In five, four, three, two... (laughs) Get him? Got him. Good. What's this all about?
1: Just two rooftops full of sharpshooters, O'Malley. You don't think much of me.
5: What have you done to my men? Relax, Chief. It's only knockout gas.
1: Mostly. One of them was a real insomniac. The Force has a dental plan, don't you? Why,
5: you little... Don't
1: you little me, Buster. Squirrel,
5: Chief, please. There's been a thaw between the city's official and unofficial crime fighters lately, but this is the first time we've been directly asked for help. Let's not spoil the moment. I have tried to foster an environment of trust. Yes, well, dropping the bounty on our
3: heads was a good start. Do you know what would happen if word got out that I'd gone soft on you masked menaces? Just look at New York. They gave a medal to one man with goggles and rocket boots, and look at them now. Capes, tights, masks. There must be a dozen vigilantes operating in Manhattan alone. Fourteen. It's a big town. It's not happening
5: here. Do you honestly think that you keep them out? If not me, who?
1: I'll give you a hint. He's got a bright red mask and spooky blank eyeballs. What?
5: I don't play well with others. What about her? She's not others. What do you need? What? You put a coded message out on the police band radio. I assume you wanted something. Uh, There's been a break-in. It wasn't me. At the museum.
1: He was with me the whole time. What
5: did they take? Dr.
3: Theodore Chronopolis. What? Dr. C? I thought that'd get your attention. We know you and Chronopolis are quite friendly. Don't bother to deny it. When did this happen? Three hours ago. The museum had just closed for the night. The guard says the building was empty except for security and Chronopolis. And the building was locked up tight. The guard could be lying.
1: He could be involved.
3: That had occurred to us, Flying Squirrel. We have policemen for police work. And what are we for? What if the guard isn't lying? Or stupid? Or wrong? How do you get into a building that's locked like a fortress and out again without being seen carrying a man and a thousand pounds of artifacts? Artifacts? What artifacts? Uh, Nothing of apparent value, but a large storage lockup in the lab had been cleaned out.
1: The big gray lockup?
5: That's the one. The museum staff said he called it... uh, Merlin's Tomb. Nearly every artifact in the museum's collection that tested too strongly for mystical energies to display. Someone's got some very powerful ancient hardware, and the world's foremost living expert on using it. Magical mumbo-jumbo. But if it's true... Then that's where we come in. Chief, bring that list of the missing items over there into the light.
1: Not so fast, Andy Parker. He can see in the dark. He's giving us a minute.
0: A minute? I don't... Well, that is to say...
1: Don't stammer and blush. It's adorable. But there isn't time. Is this on the level?
0: Swear on a stack. And it was the old man's idea to call you in.
1: And the snipers?
0: I tipped you off, didn't
1: I? Lucky for you. Know what he'd do if he found an agent on the wrong side of a bushwhack? Squirrel! Coming, boss! Good night, Constable Parker.
0: Good night, Flying Squirrel. And good hunting.
2: Rise and shine, Dr. Chronopolis. The sleeping potion would have worn off an hour ago. You aren't fooling anyone. Who are you? Why have you chained me up like this? Where am I? I don't much like your tone. You would do better to restrict your attitude to one of great reverence. Can
4: we assume for the moment that's not very likely to happen? (laughs) Give it time, my dear doctor.
2: We have not set upon our path as of yet, you and I. Come out of the shadows, you coward. (laughs) You cannot make me angry, Doctor. Any more than I can step completely from the shadows. You see, the darkness lives within me. An ancient agreement, regrettable perhaps, but we were all young once, were we not? Poppycock! Come now! You of all people should know that there was much knowledge, much power in the ancient world that modern science is only now beginning to understand. It has been your life's work, has it not? And now it is mine, as are you.
4: What does that mean?
2: Who are you? Are the chains and manacles too subtle? We will speak much in the days to come, and you will answer many questions. To foster the free exchange of information, I will answer your question. I... Mordriel the Malevolent I'm sorry, I don't really go in for vaudeville Impudent
4: dog When my dark magics have carried you away to this place Since I was unconscious I'm just going to assume your dark sedan Has carried me away to this place
2: Regardless, here you are And the contents of your vault with you My... My vault? What vault? <laughs> A brave attempt, Chronopolis But futile Hundreds of ancient relics, some imperfect, some incomplete perhaps, but all possessing mystical powers and energies beyond the knowledge of any mortal man. Any but for one. You have studied them, lived among them as no man has. You will impart this gift of knowledge onto me. Never! Ah, such courage. It almost seems a shame to break you. Almost. ha 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 ha!
5: How are those windows, Squirrel?
1: Locked up tight, boss. Just like the skylight.
5: I suppose it was too much to ask for. You can come down now. What was? What was what?
1: Too much to ask for.
5: A simple explanation.
1: Hmm, Seems pretty simple to me. Some dirty rat grabbed Dr. C and his magic wands. I
5: was just hoping they didn't know what they'd taken...
1: When they take the dusty things instead of the shiny things... There's
5: usually a good reason. Baxter's law. I thought Baxter's law was the way to a sidekick's heart is buy her a sandwich. That was lunchtime. Fair enough. We're in a tight spot, Squirrel.
1: I know it. How are we supposed to track someone that disappeared into thin air? And every minute Dr. C is missing, it gets less likely we'll get him back in one piece. I
5: hate to say it, but the trouble doesn't stop there.
1: What do you mean?
5: Those artifacts possess tremendous power. If this fiend forces Dr. Chronopolis to help him master those powers,
1: He'd never do that.
5: He might not have a choice. And if those forces were unleashed upon the city, how could we possibly defend against them?
1: With cunning and guile.
5: Is that Baxter's second law?
1: More of a corollary. Hold the phone. Boss, What is it? Who do we know who can disappear in one place and reappear in another?
5: Is this a riddle?
1: No, it was one of my very first cases. The Sphinx.
5: Mike Murtoch? He did have teleportation powers granted to him by that Egyptian amulet. Right. But Murtoch's in the penitentiary, and his artifacts...
1: Let me guess. They were locked up in Merlin's tomb, too? Bingo. Swell... Doesn't seem like our friend really needs them, does it?
5: No. No, it doesn't.
1: I hear gears turning.
5: I was just thinking, what if our kidnapper didn't need to keep every single artifact in the lockup?
1: Because, say, he can already teleport himself.
5: A thief is a thief, after all.
1: I don't think the usual fences and pawnbrokers are going to be much help on this one.
5: I think I might know someone. Boss... Yes?
1: The Doc isn't the most organized guy we know, is he? I mean, look at this place. Everything's just kind of everywhere. So? So why were all of these goodies in the same spot? What's so special about this Merlin's tomb anyway?
5: It's constructed of a special alloy Dr. Chronopolis developed to keep his collection from attracting unwanted attention. It resists and inhibits mystical energies.
1: I'll say it does. Look here, around the doors... It looks like it's been blasted with something, but it didn't buckle or bend. Hmm. And look, the lock looks like it was smashed off with that hunk of rock.
5: So our thief tried to open the doors with his own powers, and when that failed, resorted to brute force. That confirms some of our fears.
1: But wait. The Doc invented this alloy to hide his collection?
5: Yes, by shielding the mystical energies that radiate from... Oh, you clever girl.
1: <laughs> I am, aren't I?
5: If the purpose of the alloy was to cloak that energy, then it must be possible to detect it. To track it somehow.
1: And if the Doc knew that...
5: He most likely built just such a device. Or at least made some theoretical designs. Which means somewhere in this chaos might be the key to this entire mystery. We just need to find it.
1: Swell. I nominate whichever one of us is a mad inventor with all the eerie hypnotic powers. I wouldn't know what I'm looking for. That's
5: all right. I've got something in mind for you.
1: Hmm. Do tell.
5: Kit Baxter, behave yourself.
1: Yes, boss.
2: You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from Dakota Ring Theater. Your address for adventure... Mystery
6: and Comedy. Well, well. The Flying Squirrel, I presume.
1: You're Mr. Falcone?
6: I imagine anyone else would have been surprised to find a girl in a cowl and goggles at the window. The Great Falcone at your service, young lady. Though I don't insist upon the full stage name, you may call me Maxwell if you wish. Thanks. Thanks. Your mask does little to hide your incredulity.
1: My what showing now?
6: Your mentor sent you to me, but you aren't entirely sure why. Could it be magic troubles?
1: Well, I'll do respect, Mr. Falcone. Maxwell. Maxwell, you're a brilliant stage
6: magician. But you don't see how card tricks and hats full of rabbits are going to help you now.
1: That's more or less it, yeah.
6: He does like making people learn things for themselves, even when time is short, doesn't he?
1: The Red Panda?
6: I like to think he picked it up from me. From you?
1: You know the boss?
6: Young lady, an international performer of my caliber doesn't take calls in the middle of the night from just anyone much less tromp over to the theatre at this hour, even for one of your considerable charms.
1: (laughs) I like you. You talk pretty and don't miss the obvious.
6: The wisdom of age. When I was a younger man, I abandoned such things and left my love of performing feats of prestidigitation behind in a quest for real magic, real power. Did you find it? You might say that it found me. And for decades, danger was my constant companion.
1: Say that again.
6: Ah, the catchphrase still rings bells, even in the young and beautiful.
1: I'm trying to picture you with a grey cloak and a half mask.
6: And that awful pencil-thin moustache. Yes, indeed. The stranger, master of magic and retired crime fighter at your service.
1: You were one of the very first mystery men. You were in... The
6: Society of Gentlemen Adventurers, yes.
1: But you retired years before the boss started.
6: Your Red Panda was a persistent little pup once upon a time. He'd taken it into his head to fight crime, and he tracked down each member of my old team one by one and pestered us to train him. (sighs)
1: You trained the Red Panda?
6: Oh, he didn't need much training from me. He was already detective enough to learn our identities. No real aptitude for magic beyond hypnosis, which is actually a science of the mind. He never had much patience for answers like because or it just is. I helped him from time to time with consultations for old time's sake. And that, I imagine, is where you come in.
1: He gave you the rundown?
6: In one of his elaborate codes, yes. It took me half an hour to decipher. I think the situation is more serious than you realize.
1: It usually is. That's
6: the spirit. You had a hunch that a few surplus artifacts might end up being sold in the underground market. If there is such a thing. There is. I made a few (laughs) discreet inquiries. It seems your kidnapper has already spread word of his intent to auction off his ill-gotten booty piece by piece. After he selects the most powerful items for himself, he stands to make millions.
1: An auction like that would attract all sorts of nutbars, wouldn't it?
6: If by nutbars you mean dark mages, otherworlders, shadow walkers, and the similarly aligned forces of chaos... Yes. The location of the auction is to be made clear at the stroke of midnight tomorrow.
1: But when that happens, the boss and I can... When that
6: happens, it will already be too late. The forces of darkness will converge, and unless this fiend is more powerful than I imagine, they will do so within sight of this city and all of its souls. What a perfect place for them to test their new toys. Or simply to... Exercise their unnatural talents
1: Holy crow Excuse me, Mr. Falcone I gotta call this in Flying Squirrel to Red Panda Flying Squirrel to Red Panda Come in, boss
5: Panda here Go ahead, squirrel
1: Boss, I can hardly hear you Come in
5: Almost out of range Took the auto-gyro
1: the autogyro, You big sneak! You found the tracking device, didn't you?
5: Boss? 30... 35 miles.
1: Boss! Say again, please! Boss! Mr. Falcone says we may not have much time. Did the tracker lead you to the goodies?
5: On a ridge!
1: What's that? A ridge? Where, boss? Where are you? We've got about 20 hours to save the city from an Armageddon convention. Boss!
6: That doesn't sound promising.
1: Jeepers. That's the homing signal on his radio ring. Something must have happened. It was nice to meet you, mister.
6: Maxwell, young lady. And if you would give me just one moment...
1: No offense, but I have to go. I have to get to the tracking device at the lair and try and find the boss. And he could have covered a lot of ground in the last couple hours in that auto-gyro. I've got to get to him before it's too late.
6: And if you'd wait just a moment for an old man to put on a dusty gray cloak and half mask, perhaps we will.
1: I appreciate the thought, Max, but I mean... I've got to move fast!
6: Young lady, the fastest route between two points is rarely a straight line. Your technology is impressive, but unnecessary. The Red Panda seems to have found the villain, and we can find him any time we wish.
1: You can do that?
6: No, but you can. Come again? Miss Squirrel, I do try very hard not to read a person's thoughts without their permission... But yours are a little too obvious to be missed. He is more than just your partner or your boss.
1: No, he isn't. He
6: is to you.
1: He... I... There's certain things a girl just doesn't like to talk about, Maxwell.
6: Then don't talk, don't think. You do not need to try and find him. Your spirit is bound to his. Across a thousand miles and a hundred years... You could still sense where he was. I will take us to him and you will guide me.
1: What? You... How is this possible?
6: Because it just is. Can you accept it? Yes. Good. I hope this fiend is ready for the return of... The Strange...
1: range Strange... strange. <laughs>
2: Well, well. The Red Panda. I'm really quite impressed. You masked do-gooders get more efficient all the time. Come now, your eyes are quite open behind that mask. Don't bother to deny it. Where? Where is Chronopolis? Red Panda. Red Panda, I'm over here.
5: I got here as quickly as I could, Doctor. A little too quickly to search for booby traps, unfortunately.
2: An ancient sleeping potion, Red Panda, super concentrated and applied to a tiny dart. Such a little thing to bring down such a mighty champion. Thanks,
5: I try and keep in shape. And you are... Mordriel the Malevolent, your host. Charming hospitality. Handcuffs and everything... I'd have been happy with a mint on the pillow. I'm afraid I haven't the time
2: for banter just now, masked man. You see, I finally have something I didn't expect to need. What's that? Leverage. Your little friend has been surprisingly difficult to persuade. But even those with great courage can seldom stand to watch a friend suffer. You wouldn't. Why wouldn't I? You think this is a game? The more I know about these artifacts, the greater their value will be. Why do you imagine I have gone to these lengths? The usual reasons I expect? Cowardice, laziness, arrogance... Do not presume upon my patience, Red Panda. Your doom is all but assured, but it can be as agonizing as I choose to make it. Never doubt that.
4: No.
5: No, Mordril. You have the artifacts. What more do you want? As much as he can get for them, like any common thief. No! I have not lived a dozen lifetimes in the shadows to become a common anything. And yet here we
2: are. You don't understand. Don't understand what I lost. What I gave up willingly so many years ago. I traded my essential self, my soul, if you will, in exchange for power. Power beyond mortal understanding. But even as the years have rolled into decades and my powers have grown, part of me always remains in shadow. Just beyond this world. In torment. Is this a play for sympathy? Ah!
5: Mordrael, you fiend! What have you done to him? He
2: is alive. If he only knew how much less a torment it would be to give me what I want, rather than have it taken by those that I will sell him to if I must. There will soon be forces in play far less human and humane than I. What is it you want? How much more money can you make by holding us here? Money? It was never about money. The trade in mystical artifacts is not a robust one. Pieces are guarded jealously and rarely passed on except by force. There are eight fragments in existence of an ancient relic from the dark times. A small stone tablet inscribed with runes no mortal man can read. If I can reassemble those fragments, I can steal back what I have lost, keep my powers, and be complete once more! There would be no stopping me! No
5: limit to my power! See, you really should have stopped talking just a little sooner. I was actually feeling sorry for you. I don't need your pity.
2: Two of the fragments I had already. Two more were in the good doctor's
5: collection. And you plan to use the rest of the artifacts to trade for the other fragments?
2: Or information on where they might be found, yes. I had hoped you might be a useful pawn in my game, but perhaps the sight of your charred corpse will be just as persuasive when the doctor awakens. Goodbye, Red Panda!
1: Oh no, you don't! (coughs) (coughs)
2: Squirrel, no, get down Too late The powers of darkness will consume you, my pretty What the? How did you block my attack?
1: I was kind of wondering that myself
2: Wait That force field It can't be No, not
6: you Not now! Mondriel! I thought I'd left you bound at the borders of creation. The stranger? Aren't you dead yet? Apparently not. Let's see if we can't fix that. Your powers are weak,
2: old man. Strong enough for you, it seems. For how long? It's all you can do to hold back my power from yourself the girl and chronopolis when it becomes too much which one will you choose to sacrifice i can feel my power breaking through break through this one
1: nice shot boss
2: got out of your chains did you take
1: this Ah! boss leave him alone you Ah! Ah! squirrel get back now no no no! Rescrita!
2: Messianium Raptor!
1: No!
6: Well, nice to know I still had it in me.
1: Boss! Boss! Can you hear me? Boss!
6: I can hear you fine. I'm right here.
1: Boss! You're all right! But Mordrael hit you right in the chest with that... that... whatever it was. Thank
5: goodness he did. That's the one place he couldn't hurt me much.
1: I don't understand.
5: I remembered how Merlin's tomb had stood up to the magical attacks of whomever had taken Dr. Chronopolis and took the precaution of cutting myself a breastplate out of the door before setting out. That's why I was able to distract Mordrael long enough for you and the stranger to make your play.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And if he'd hit you in the head...
5: But he didn't. I'm fine.
1: Except you're making that face you make when someone breaks one of your ribs. And
5: you know what that looks like, all right. Is there something wrong with us? Yes. I thought so.
6: Well, nice to see the stranger back in uniform. Don't get used to it. Not that I'm not touched by being the only mystery man you'll let play in your city limits. But Maudriel was right. My powers are weak. You took
1: care of him, all right.
6: Banishment spell, it won't hold him long. And it's not just him. There are dark forces on the move that have slept for centuries. I fear there will soon be a day of reckoning between this world and the next. You may need more help than you know. And soon... Just let my ribs and I rest a minute first.
5: Squirrel, you'd better call Chief O'Malley and have the police come for Dr. Chronopolis and his remaining artifacts. Sure, boss.
1: Wait. Where should I tell him to come?
5: Well, here.
1: Which is where exactly?
5: How did you get here if you don't know where you are? We...
1: oh. I'll, uh, tell you later, boss.
6: Later. Yes, later. Much. Later.
5: Uh,
1: probably.
2: And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theatre through arrangement with him. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theatre brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheatre.com is your address to adventure!
5: <laughs> The Red Panda Adventures, Episode 17, Merlin's Tomb, was written and directed by Greg Taylor and featured Evan Jones, Peter Nickel, Michael Booth, Brian Vaughn, Stephen Burley, Peter Higginson, Clarissa DeNederland, and Greg Taylor. Good night, everybody.
0: Apparently, you enjoy listening to audio dramas since you're hearing this message. I'll keep it short so you can get back to the fun stuff. If you would like to see and experience how all these stories, voices, sound effects, and music come together to create theater of the mind. <laughs> Make plans to visit the Modern Audio Drama Convention in Halifax, Nova Scotia, July 24th through 26, 2020. Meet the creators. Find out how to write, record, mix, sweeten, and produce movies that play in your head. See what the voices you hear actually look like never look like we sound for all the details visit madcon.com that's mad as in modern audio drama then dash as in dash on over then con as in convention duh then dot as in it'll be the most fun you've had in a while period then calm as in come on over we'll love to see you Madcon. your ears and brain will thank you